Are you ready for the end of the world? Ha <laughs> ha. This is your community spirit. The show about caring, sharing, and preparing for the changes needed in the world as we know it. Let's bring back the circle again. 
the circle of family, the circle of friends, the circle of being. Wake up and be healthy, and therefore wealthy, to the peace and joy of Mother Earth. This is your Community Spirits here on WDBX 91.1 FM, Community Radio for Southern Illinois. Back here Friday morning as usual. And uh, I wanted to mention, just as Paul on the previous show mentioned, that the WDBX ball was a big success. Uh, thank you to everyone who made that possible. I know I had a good time out there, and glad for everyone who's out there as well. And for everyone else who couldn't make it, we're still here holding down the fort to keep the radio going. So we've got our, here on Your Community Spirit, we've got our usual smattering of uh, happenings and news and other bits of randomness for you. Um, or Dining Jumon Beck is out of town at the moment, but he will be back again soon. In the meantime, we've got plenty to keep us busy. That song we heard at the very beginning was uh, Eye of the Tiger. Um, I decided to play that both because I'm told it's the year of the tiger in the, uh, the Chinese calendar, and also because it's a good peppy song. It's from one of the. It's prominently featured in one of the Rocky movies, which is where many people know it from. Other people know it just because it's a peppy song that wakes you up and keeps you fighting, fighting for justice, environmental social justice, hopefully. <laughs> All right, here we go. We've got our happenings for today. First, we start out with some holidays. Today is the 50th day of the year. Wow, time flies when you're having fun over at the WDBX Ball. <laughs> 50 days into the year already. There's 300, there are 315 days left in the year. Some holidays for day, today, the birthday of Copernicus, the astronomer. And it's also, this is, this is not a holiday, but it's a day to... Uh, Remember, so that we don't forget what was done, it's the anniversary of the Japanese internment. A lot of people, especially younger people, don't even know that uh, during World War II, people were put into camps in this country because of their nationality. You know, the whole fear of, oh, we're going to be attacked from within. So if you're not familiar with that whole event, look into your history today, and today is a good day to learn about that and ensure that it does not happen again. All right, coming up on Saturday, we have, uh, <laughs> this is one of the, we sometimes get made-up holidays that uh, people think are interesting and amusing, and this one is called Hoodie Hoo Day. It's a day uh, where winter is not quite over yet for most of us, so uh, it's a day when we run outside and shout Hoodie Hoo and try to get the, the weather to change to spring weather. Just <laughs> a bit of a silly holiday, but... Uh, you know, if you're that enthusiastic about spring, you can go run outside and try to make the spring come early. It's also the beginning of Pisces. It's the UN World Day for Social Justice. 
which hopefully happens every day, but doesn't hurt to have a special day for it. It's also the anniversary of the closest approach of a comet to the Earth. Ooh, so we're lucky we didn't get blown up by that comet. Got to watch it drift pleasantly by through the void of space. All right, coming up on Sunday, the 21st of February, it's UN International Mother Language Day. It's also in Bangladesh Martyrs Day, which is, uh, it's become internationally a language movement day because it's a day when people in Bangladesh had to uh, uh, protest and ended up getting killed trying to uh, preserve their language. It's also the anniversary of the Washington Monument dedication. And it's the, uh, I've heard, I've read various dates for this online, but a holiday called Bergsundag, B-U-R-G-S-O-N-N-D-O-G, in Luxembourg. It's basically a holiday when they celebrate the, uh, the, the coming end of spring by having bonfires and trying to welcome in the spring. I suppose nowadays contemporary celebrations might also involve running outside shouting hoodie hoo. <laughs> All right. Coming up on Monday, single tasking day. You may be familiar with multitasking and all of the virtues of multitasking, which, you know, in, in, in certain times I think it's great to multitask, but it's also good to be able to focus on a single task and do it correctly, do it fully, do it deeply. So Monday is single tasking day. It's also the birthday of President George Washington. Coming up on Tuesday, I find this one amusing, uh, Curling is Cool Day. Now, we just uh, just watched some curling on TV recently. It's a very unusual sport. Tuesday, the 23rd of February, is also Spay Day in the USA. So you can it's a day to remember to have your pets spayed or neutered. Coming up on the 24th, that's next Wednesday, Gregorian Calendar Day. Now, I'm actually not all that big of a fan of the Gregorian calendar. It's a little awkward, the months are lopsided, because one, one emperor wanted more days than another emperor and such, but it's what we've got, so now we get to learn about it today, or Wednesday. <laughs> Wednesday is also a holiday that I hadn't heard of that is, sounds pretty interesting to me. It's called Inconvenience Yourself Day. At first, that sounds like a silly idea. Now, why would I inconvenience myself? But it's a, it's a holiday to inconvenience yourself in order to help other people. You know, in our culture, we often focus on me, me, me. Or even if we're not really being that egotistical, we focus on, I've got to do this, I've got to do that, got to do that. And we may forget there are other people who are also trying to do things. So whether it involves holding a door open for someone or, you know, doing a favor for someone or just just pausing to say hello to someone who you don't usually get a chance to say hello to. Wednesday is the day to inconvenience yourself by doing good for others. And finally, Thursday is National Chili Day, the birthday of George Harrison, the musician, and the birthday of uh, Pierre-Auguste Renoir, the artist. Now, I think I came close to pronouncing his name correctly. Um, I uh, will have to ask my French-speaking brother for advice on that. I sometimes wish that before I put up the podcast that he could dub over mine and Orr's voices with the actual French pronunciation of words. <laughs> Probably a few English words, too.
All right, on to some happenings. This is one of our regularly occurring happenings. It's the Rice and Spice International Slow Food Dinner. Happens every Friday at 6 p.m. at Guy House Interfaith Center. It's located at 913 South Illinois in Carbondale. This Friday is no exception. They are having rice and spice. This week, they're cooking a Cajun Mardi Gras-themed meal. Celebrate Fat Tuesday with them a few days late. All are welcome to come and enjoy the cooking and eating together. Once again, tonight at 6 p.m. at Guy House Interfaith Center, 913 South Illinois in Carbondale. Sounds delicious. Next happening, four service volunteers. The Mississippi Bluffs District of Shawnee National Forest has announced its spring trail work projects. The forest depends on numerous volunteers for laying out new trails or reconstructing the existing ones. All three workdays will be from 10 to 5, 10 a.m. to 5 p.m. Uh, the people who are helping will arrive at the Murfreesboro Ranger Station at 9.30 a.m., uh, you can bring lunch, water, gloves, and appropriate footwear. So probably don't want to be barefoot while you're doing this, even if you usually go out barefoot in the woods. Tools are furnished. In order to plan the day and amount of tools that they'll need, you can call 687-1731 in advance. And we mention it because one of the work days is this Saturday uh, at Hutchins Creek. There's also another one next Sunday at Hutchins Creek as well. All right, another happening, Tea and Talk About Buddhism. It's coming up tomorrow, uh, February 20th at 2 p.m., Guy House Interfaith Center, 913 South Illinois Avenue. Uh, Mr. Bert Tan, the co-founder of the Amitabha Buddhist Library in Chicago and Chinese American Culture Foundation, has given presentations on Buddhism at colleges and universities, churches, corporations, and correctional centers. All are welcome to join them for the special event, thanks to Kathy Frith and the Sunyata Center for bringing in the speaker. That sounds like an interesting speaker, especially with such a variety of places that he's spoken. That's uh, tomorrow at 2 p.m., 913 South Illinois Avenue. and one of our biggest happenings for the day because it's actually many happenings in one. You may have guessed it already if you know it's going on. It's the Big Muddy Film Festival. It actually is starting as we speak. 
It's all starting to gear up. Things are starting to happen. This year's festival theme is Getting Back to Our Roots. Started in 1979, the film festival remains one of the oldest affiliated with a university in the nation. The festival features juried films in four categories, animation, documentary, experimental, and narrative. So let's see some highlights. Uh, Eleven non-competition films, including Oscar-nominated Burma VJ, a look at video journalists trying to show the country's military regime in spite of Myanmar's government. So there's also uh, Within Our Gates by, by Metropolis native Oscar Michaud, uh, the first African-American to produce a feature-length film, according to Internet Movie Database. It's a powerful rebuttal to D.W. Griffith's 1915 film, Birth of a Nation. And so that's, that's coming up. Got also a lot of other films. Uh, if you want to get all of the details, you can go to bigmuddyfilm.com where they have the further explanations of the films and showtimes and venues. A couple other highlights. Uh, let's see. The John Michaels Film Award. The category honors the film that reflects... honors any films that reflect and increase awareness on social, political, and environmental issues. The award honors the late John Michaels, an SIUC graduate student who earned his Master of Fine Arts while here and was involved in community organizing and activism. And the winners of this, uh, this competition will be shown at the Guy House Interfaith Center on next Sunday, February 28th, starting at 2 p.m. Another special showcase focuses on queer and gender issues. And the festival will also feature a collection of non-competition films featured in an African film documentary festival in St. Louis. So all sorts of exciting film uh, film events happening as part of the Big Muddy Film Festival. This is one of the many exciting parts of living in southern Illinois, the Big Muddy Film Festival. So once again, for all the details, you can go to uh, bigmuddyfilm.com. Uh, at that site, they also have a phone number listed, uh, 618-453-8301. looks like we've spent most of our time on happenings and holidays. Um, if you have any happenings, holidays, or news to send our way, my email address is treesong at treesong.org. We do still have some time for the news, so let's hop right into some of that. Is that a lettuce in your pocket? The incredible edible urban jungle. Now, we usually don't focus on uh, picture-oriented show, uh, stories here on your community spirit for obvious reasons. But I wanted to mention this one. How does your garden grow? Deeply urban denizens are ingenious at getting their greens. Grist Magazine has searched out some of the more outrageous efforts at creating urban gardens. Now, I'm excited about urban gardens and the, the idea of creating an incredible edible urban jungle. So if you'd like to see some photos of what they've done, you can go over to grist.org, and it's, it's right there. <laughs> Pops right out at you. And in other news, we be billin'. Bill Gates talks climate change and high-tech nuclear. There's half of that equation that I find interesting. We'll, we'll see which half 
See if you can guess that. Microsoft co-founder Bill Gates on Friday strayed from his philanthropic focus on fighting poverty and disease to address another threat to the world's poor, namely climate change. Quote, Energy and climate are extremely important to these people, Gates on Friday told a TED conference audience packed with influential figures, including the founders of Google and climate champion Al Gore. Quote, The climate getting worse means many years that crops won't grow from too much rain or not enough leading to starvation and certainly unrest. He broke down variables in a carbon dioxide culprit formula, uh, horning in on a conclusion that the answer to the problem of climate change is a source of energy that produces no carbon. Quote, The formula is a very straightforward one, Gates said. More carbon dioxide equals temperature increase equals negative effects like collapsed ecosystems. We have to get to zero. To dramatize his point, Gates pulled out a large jar of fireflies uh, in a playful flashback to when he unleashed mosquitoes on a TED audience a year earlier while discussing battling malaria. They won't bite, Gates joked of the fireflies. As a matter of fact, they might not even leave this jar. Ah, he's he's a funny guy. He's also backing the development of Terra Power Reactors, T-E-R-R-A, Terra Power that could be fueled by nuclear waste from disposal facilities or generated by today's power plants. Now this this is where I start now this is where the news story ends and my comment personal commentary begins because uh I'm very fond of his uh analysis there that we need to reduce carbon emissions, but um I'm still highly skeptical of the technical fix approach. I think there are some technical fixes like renewable energy, uh solar, wind power, geothermal Microhydro that that do offer many viable replacements, but I don't think that there's going to be a a magic bullet in the form of new nuclear plants that's going to uh, make everything okay. Because nuclear comes with its own risks, which we have talked about in many stories here on your community spirit. So once again, that's a story from grist.org. Bill Gates talks climate change and high tech nuclear. All right, and here we go. We've got uh, one more story we can get to. And it's, uh, here we go. Stop funding both sides of a war. Iraq veterans support troops by passing clean energy bill. As a tank driver in Iraq, U.S. Army veteran Robin Eckstein saw firsthand the risk that fossil fuel dependence posed to American dro- troops. She drove a water truck in convoys with fuel tankers. And every trip outside the secure zone at Baghdad International Airport meant a potential meeting with sniper fire or improvised explosive devices. But field stations in the surrounding area depended on that fuel for their vehicles and equipment that ran off generators. Quote, It was a logistical nightmare that they have to wait for us, because, frankly, we were slow, we were poorly equipped, and we were trying to get through Baghdad to get to them, said Eckstein, 33. Otherwise, they can't operate. If they had solar panels to charge their laptops and other equipments, they wouldn't need our slow-moving vehicle coming out to them. They would be more efficient. We would be putting less American lives at risk. Uh, Eckstein, who finished her service with the National Guard in 2007, has also come to see the larger threat that fossil fuels and climate change pose to the military. 
Climate change causes droughts and natural disasters around the, wor the world, which in turn drives instability, mass migrations, and conflict. And the U.S. military will increasingly be called on to respond. The Pentagon agrees. The recently released Department of Defense Quadrennial Review, which assesses threats and priorities for the military, states, quote, Climate change will contribute to food and water scarcity, will increase the spread of disease, and may spur or exacerbate mass migration. While climate change alone does not cause conflict, it may act as an accelerant of instability or conflict, placing a burden to respond on civilian institutions and militaries around the world. So uh, they're starting a new group called Operation Free, which is at operationfree.net. It's uh, a coalition of veterans traveling the country in support of national clean energy. That's all the time we have today for your community spirits. Um, in, in honor of the birthday of uh, George Harrison, I'd like to send you off here with one of my favorite songs of his, which uh, I played when he passed on, and I'll, I play again on his birthday because I like this song. It's called While My Guitar Gently Weeps. So I hope you have a good weekend, and we'll see you here next week on the radio. Thank you.